Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Good Shepherd Podcast. It's Michael. Uh, We are in our final week of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I pray that throughout this time, it has been of great benefit um, to you just to set aside time to seek his face, um, to, to be quiet and just allow the Lord to speak um, in all the places. Yesterday, Isaiah began to unpack the idea of what it is to be a witness of Jesus. And I'm going to continue that dialogue today of what it is to be a faithful witness of Jesus by dying to self. The concept or idea of dying to self is found throughout the New Testament. It expresses the true essence of the Christian life, taking up our cross and following Jesus. Dying to self or our flesh is part of being born again. The old self dies, the new self comes to life. John chapter 3, starting with verse 3, Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The Westminster Catechism says man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. You know, when I think about this, I'm often reminded of Romans chapter 12, where Paul said, I appeal to you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present or offer your bodies, your whole self, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. This verse offers, I believe, great opportunity and clarity in offering acceptable worship to God, which is why we were created to bring him glory. But the problem with a living sacrifice is that it can get off the altar anytime it wants to. You know, we're still in this body, in this flesh, in this world, but we're no longer of this world. I would love to tell you guys that since I've known Jesus, I've died to self every moment of every single day, but I've failed many times. But in that, I have seen the sufficiency of his grace. And it's because the outpouring of that grace and love that I want to love him more and more with my whole life. Even now, moment to moment, I have to remind myself that I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. When we are actively dying to self, we are also drawing near to the Lord. Scripture says the Lord is near to all who call upon him. Shane and Shane wrote a song called Be Near, and they penned it well. Your nearness is to us our good, so be near, O God. The language of dying to self is heavy, and it costs us everything. It reminds me of the words of Diedrich Bonhoeffer, who said in The Cost of Discipleship, when Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die. We die to our pride. There's a death to our selfishness. We die to our own will, our own desires, and we are raised to be like him. As much as baptism is a symbol of the forgiveness of our sins, it's also a symbol of our dying. 
the Apostle Paul said this much in Romans chapter 6. Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we also live with him. Though death is a reality for all of us, the fear of death has truly lost its power and its sting because this life um, is not the end. You know, at some point we will be with our Lord in a place that is perfect, that we will truly um, be with Him every minute of every day. And what a, a beautiful and a hopeful picture for all of us to cling to. You know, when I think of dying to self, um, there's two people that come to mind uh, in Scripture and the first one is the woman at the well who, in all intents and purposes, is bankrupt. She really has nothing. She is alone. She has a conversation with Jesus and leaves totally different. God transformed her in that moment. And she went and pretty much told every person that she met from that time on about Jesus. And the other is the rich young ruler. You know, when I think of success, or I should say what the world would define as success, it would probably be the rich young ruler. It said he was rich and he was a ruler. So those would be um, two things that the world would look at and go, wow, he's got it all together. So the rich young ruler asked Jesus, teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus looks at him and says, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Don't steal. Do not bear false witness. Don't defraud. Honor your mother and your father. And he said, teacher, I've kept all these from my youth. And this is the verse that sticks out. Verse 21. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, you lack one thing. And it was really what the rich young ruler um, held dear. He said, sell all that you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. It says he was disheartened by the saying and he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. And it can be a gut punch to all of us. Is there anything that we value more on this earth than him? In Psalm 84, verse 10, in the message paraphrase, it said, I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God to be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. And I pray that success, wealth, um, whatever um, I have, that I would be able to consider it lost for the sake of knowing Christ. You know, and if the Lord has entrusted me with it, um, he knows that he can entrust me to give it away in the same breath. But for all who have felt his love, his forgiveness, his grace, his peace, in the moments of tragedy, triumph, suffering, 
with joy we can say that we count all things as loss for the sake of knowing him. There's nothing better than knowing him and being known by him. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for your sacrifice. As we proclaim you, Lord and Savior, we pray that we would die to self more and more as we draw nearer to you. Thank you for your spirit that helps us in our weaknesses. God, that through Christ, we can. So today, where we draw near, refresh your people, build them up, remind them of your truth, that you are with them even till the end of the age, God, and that we can be hopeful that our eternity is set with you. We give you this day. We bless your name. Amen. Amen.